you're the man with two jobs, which which makes it even harder. Yeah, long hours, man, as I'm sure you know. So how do you how do you balance that? How do you balance you know having to do two jobs and 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 having you know a wonderful family around that you need to pay attention to and everything? Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's the the key key balance the key point is balance isn't it so my i work from home a lot which is good in my day job so i usually get up at like five six in the morning and yeah. i'll do a few hours on the instagram side of things eight o'clock i'll spend an hour with the family get them get the kids ready for school and stuff then nine o'clock the day job starts usually exercise at one o'clock back to the day job and then a bit of family time from like half five till seven eight and then i'll jump into a few hours just a few hours of uh, coaching or prospecting or content creation. I love that. Like yeah, well, it's you know, then you gotta be very good at like uh, creating all the content. I mean, you are your content is incredible, but you must be very quick too. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, I put it together quite quickly now. It's uh, I've templated a lot of stuff, repurposed a lot of stuff now. You know, when you I've, I've been doing it about six months, as you know, there's there's certain stuff that is received really well and this month's followers aren't the same followers that you had six months ago let's say yeah so yeah the repurposing is uh, is a big thing i think i've done it i've done it quite a bit this month for the first time ever and some of those posts that were only getting minimal engagement at the start are getting a lot more yeah yeah for sure so guys just drop us any questions that you have regarding sales regarding business regarding you know managing a couple of jobs at the same time anything that you know you want to know uh we're going to talk about it this is really going to be very casual uh, as you can see where it's going to be about half an hour and hey it's going to be it's going to be cool so any questions you know drop them in the question box yeah <laughs> sure man it's uh, it's sunday morning sales session so it's uh, it's got to be casual i've just had just finishing my cup of tea. Are you on tea or coffee, Alec? I, I'm, I'm tea too. I'm, I'm green tea. I love green tea in the morning. Oh, nice, nice. Well, I'm interested while we're waiting for a few questions to come in to hear a bit more about your, your journey. I know you had a sales background before you started the Instagram side of things. And I know you use various channels for, for leads and stuff, which I'm assuming are a few old connections perhaps. But well, how, did you, how did you get into the game? I got into the game by doing cold calling. Nice, same. <laughs> I, started, I started cold calling for, for the worst cold calling because I used to call for donations, right? All right. So, you know, it's hard because people don't get anything in return other than, you know, their own satisfaction and gratitude. Hey, Joe. Uh, so it's super important, you know, that uh, when, when you start cold calling for donations that you actually, you know, you have everything mapped out. And I guess, you know, that kind of sparked uh, the the curiosity, right? Of like, what's this entire world? And I went and got extra training and and I started reading more about it. And I started, you know, taking more courses. And I just realized, hey, this is actually something I've been doing for a way longer. You know, because cold calling is what they, but selling, you know, we do it quite often. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, exactly. I think that's a similar background to myself. Um, we've got a couple of questions trickling through now. So first one is from Social Tiger. Good morning. Um, 
let's talk best funnel methods and that's always such a wide question isn't it with the funnels i mean for me it depends what sort of funnel you're talking about is it your is it your content funnel your audience funnel because i've, I've been working on a, a, a really robust content funnel at the moment or is it is it just a typical sales funnel you know i'll let you kick off with your favorite funnel alec and then we can dissect it a little bit i guess man so you know, when it comes to when it comes to uh, using content as your main kind of step, like in school, but I I love actually doing what I call loop funnels. Uh, so you know, I always say that hey, the the funnel starts with fun, right at the top, <laughs> and and then it goes down, and then usually people kind of you know get people through the funnel, and that's kind of the end. So for me, I get people through the funnel and then at the bottom, uh, I put them on a loop system in which they're consistently buying so that I can maximize sales. So that process sometimes picks up to an entire year. It consists on a lot of email marketing around. It consists on a lot of uh, uh, cart abandonment beginnings. It consists on a lot of upsells and downsells. And finally, it consists of memberships too, uh, and and that that that's kind of it. I mean, that's the simplified version. Yeah, yeah. I think the membership when you start introducing a membership to a sales cycle or a sales funnel, that's when you really can close that loop that you mentioned at the bottom, and and obviously implement the retention side of things a lot more. Definitely. What What's your favorite type of funnel, uh, Chris? What's What's kind of the future? You know me, man. It's it's the content funnel. I love just using. I mean, I, I stepped into Instagram with no intention of like monetization. I just wanted to wanted to make some cool stuff, you know. And I really, really enjoy the design. And if anyone does follow me, they'll probably know that I love love playing around with my brand colors, but bringing in objects and, and different different visual elements into it, and trying to make the the graphics and the designs and um, diagrams and stuff like that. So my whole my whole instagram funnel if we're talking instagram specific is is focused on on content and using that as a driver to get people to sales calls or to discovery calls and i do that by positioning the different pieces of content in in types so i call it the grow a grow funnel if you like gro so every action that you take on instagram is is going to have or should have at least one of three objectives first one being gain so G for gain, grow, uh, growing your page or gaining the followers. The second one being R, which is retain or, or nurture and retaining that audience and keeping them engaged and, and talking to them. And the third one is O, obtain, and that's obtaining clients. So gain, retain, obtain. And you use different, different CTAs and different types of content to tailor your message in and to, like, drive people down. Obviously, you know this, but from you, know, you do a really wide piece of content that's very, very general that can apply to a load of people for, for your gain. And then to retain, you're looking at something more specific to your niche. And then for your obtain, you're looking at something very, very unique to you, which like positions you as the right person to buy from, basically. And I think since I've been implementing this for a while, I've only just come up with the, like, the actual framework for it. But yeah, it's, it's really quite exciting for me when you start to look at that as a funnel rather than just, oh, I'll do this content piece, I'll do this, I like that kind of thing. Yeah, so do you think, do you, think you know, a lot of people say you need to always be posting in a 
you know, in your feed, things that are related to your niche specifically. Do you agree with that statement? Not at all, no. I don't. Good. I think I think that's... Um, might annoy a few people, but I think that's quite a narrow-minded way, narrow minded way of thinking around, around content. You know, my page, your page, anyone's page could be valuable to anyone. You know, it could be valuable to a designer who's never going to buy from me. It could be valuable to someone who's trying to improve their mindset around losing weight. I put out a post the other day that was, it just listed the number of days, minutes, hours, seconds in December. And that's one of the best performing, it's just a single post, took me about 10 minutes. It's one of the best performing pieces of content I've ever dropped on Instagram. And that brought a load of new followers in. And that was because it was a wide, it was meant as a game piece. It was meant as a, like, page growth piece to bring people in and it did and that's because it was so wide don't get me wrong you shouldn't start posting you know your food every day or your cat or your dog but i don't know what what that's my take on it what, what do you think oh yeah absolutely i i agree i think uh you know i've built an incredible community because i i've never listened to this advice <laughs> but it's one of the most common advice out there but i you know I change a lot, you know, my piece of content. Sometimes I don't feel like talking about sales. Sometimes I don't care about talking about sales. Sometimes I care about speaking about something else, mm. you know, and, uh, and that actually, you know, connects deeper with my audience. So it's super important, I think, that there is uh, an established strategy behind and, you know, knowing all that. I agree. So, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, completely, completely. Um, well, hopefully, Social Tiger, that, that answers um, a little bit of talking funnels. I don't, I, I don't suppose we gave specific answers, but your own funnel will depend on where you want to take people, right? And and they do all generally follow that same process um, in yeah. terms of awareness and then consideration, decision, that kind of thing. But um, on to the next question from Joe. Good morning, Joe. What do you think is the best lead magnet to start with when you're under 2K? What a great question. Um, oof, there's no right answer here. Alec, are you going to shoot and then I'll go? Yeah, sure. So I think it's super important that you pick something that your audience has clearly interest in. Uh, that's, the, that's the case. So ask your audience what do they need. I know, for example, I created a, a freebie that is 50 ways to get a client today. And, and I created that out of a post because when I made that post, people say, hey, that could be even like a paid product. That could even be, you know, and, and I was like, oh, like, do you have genuine interest in that? And I just expanded in the freebie all the points. Hey, this is how you do it. Okay, this is what you do. And I made a freebie because there was a lot of interest around it as a product. Now, I wasn't going to charge for it necessarily, but I told, hey, that's going to be a great lead magnet because people have interest in it. And that's what I made. I think that's that you've summed it up. Something in that was really, really good, I think, Alec. And, and I agree. If you can expand from a post, amazing. Because I think what you want to be doing with a freebie is almost <laughs> making something that you could sell could be a product and then giving it away for free and i think my bit of advice here joe would be to look at what people who are similar to you and, and are slightly above you in terms of where you want to be are putting out as lead magnets and then do something completely different do something massively different um obviously keep it in in line with with who you're trying to sell to and exactly what you're as alex said like what your audience need but 
everyone's giving away the ebooks and 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 things like that and i wonder how much do they even get consumed once they're downloaded and that the difference between a, a, a lead magnet and a good lead magnet or a great lead magnet is how much someone's actually going to use it and how much someone's actually going to you know it doesn't always have to just be a piece of published material it could be a tool that you've made specifically um and you know checklist cheat sheets always work well um i try and have a few freebies in the mix and like i'll push out one that's live that anyone can get through putting their email out but i'll also try and have one that I can use to follow up with people or i can use to entice people into a discovery call and i'll make sure they're all linked together in this ecosystem where whatever lead magnet of mine you have i will be taking you to the next stage i'll have a qr code in there i'll have a link in there to take you to another another product or another freebie maybe oh, for, sure. for sure super important and i think one of the key points that you mentioned is practicality make it practical i see a lot of freebies that are just like pure i don't know with your freebies uh chris but like we try to keep ours extremely practical even if it's you know just you, you know even if it's text yes but actually i love keeping it like hey I, I want people to be able to look at it and take the information because I don't want them to spend ages reading and reading. You know, I heard that uh, someone the other day released an entire 100 pages book as a freebie. There's nothing wrong with it, but it just doesn't seem practical for you and for them both, right? Because at least make it, you know, a $7 product and benefit something from it. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Hundred pages is a lot, and for me, you're probably going to be touching on a lot more than one subject in those hundred pages. So for that, you could have you could have ten different eBooks, and that could be a year's worth of supply of, of freebies or lead magnets with one dropping every month and change it up. You know, one tactic I've started using, which works really well, is I release a freebie for a month or a, a few weeks. And then at the start, I'll get a surge of people downloading it. In the middle, I'll promote it again and get a few more. And then at the end, I'll go 48 hours left, grab my lead magnet, I won't call it a lead magnet, but grab my lead magnet now, um, else you won't be able to get it ever again. And you'll see another surge. And then you've got those people in the, in the funnel, as you say, to market to. So yeah, 100 pages is, for me, whoa, overkill, man. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, for sure, yeah, I like, you, you know, even with my paid products, I try to keep everything very practical. I had someone uh, reach out to me and, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't be saying that, but I'm the type of people who, who appreciates all the feedback and I, I like the transparency. But they're like, hey, I, I got your, you know, uh, sales follow-up calendar and it's seven pages, but it costs $8. I was like, yeah, well, what are we measuring here? I mean, if we're measuring pages, I can write you something that is totally useless for a hundred pages. I'm just going <laughs> to write, 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 and you're going to read, read, read. No, instead, I want to build a product that you look at it and you're like, oh, okay, that's what I need to do today. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to do it. Like something practical. So I would say, you know, just think, think of how actually, how practical it is, how useful it is, and then go ahead and write release it for example i know that you have you know the a content calendar type of thing that you help people to i don't think that's a hundred pages right and you, you know it's still super useful so it's it's super important that you know it, it is practical so that's what's important 
definitely and back to your point about you know what what did this person want a dollar a page for every dollar you could charge you could charge two hundred dollars for a one page thing you know it really really doesn't matter yeah it, no it's the end it's, product it, it's a little bit you know people people tend to be like oh uh yeah how many paid offers should you have at one time johnny well it depends are they the same price are, are they different price do they offer the same solution do they offer a different solution right so if you were to work one-on-one -on -one with me there is about two to three options right they're all part of the same solution right they're all part of the same service it's me working personally with you but there is three different you know offerings at the end uh now when it comes to you know products i think you can expand you know your the possibilities a lot uh i personally have around six different offers because not everyone wants an ebook some people want a course some people want to be guided and want to have accountability it all depends on first of all can you maintain those offers right do you have the the possibilities a lot of people they run and they create ten thousand offers and then they can't keep up with one and they don't even have leads for one. And then second of all is, who needs what solution? So think about that and apply it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And one thing I think that I was I was gonna say that you just you just nailed there, Alec, is you could have you could have a million paid offers or, or 20 paid offers, whatever it may be, but I think you need to be leading with one or two and, and keep it quite minimal. You know, I go on people's link in bio and they've got they've got 20 different links to free offers, really expensive offers, yeah. that kind of thing. And it just that's that's the way to get no clicks and no leads at all. So I think when you're looking, especially at paid offers, is to keep it concise. I've got I've got two Definitely. options basically on my on my linkedin bio i don't want to take people anywhere else um but i think it's it's a great question again because there's no right answer it's got to be manageable as you said alec and it's got to be something definitely. that your audience want yeah definitely let's have a look right, the next question keep these questions coming guys any any questions you've got we've got about 10 minutes left we'll try and cover yeah. as many as we can how often should you advertise your freebie uh, I like to keep it, you know, depends on the campaign. I think a lot of people, they need to start organizing their, their content, you know. Uh, I know when I'm selling and I know when my content will be sales. I know when my content should prime people for sales. I know when my content is targeting growth. I want to grow, okay. And, and I think it all depends. So the usual is when I want to collect more emails, when I want to collect more leads, I would keep it every three days and then I would do something along the lines of what Chris said. Yeah, for sure. If you're leading up to a launch, you want to be marketing um, before before you start marketing the launch. See you later, Alec. Uh, before you start marketing the launch, you probably want to be looking at advertising the freebie really, really heavily to get as many people into that funnel or that product ecosystem or whatever you want to call it as early as possible and start marketing to them off platform. I think is is the best way because ideally, any offer that you sell on. Um, on Instagram is going to take people off Instagram for a while and that for me is is key so take the conversation and the communication off Instagram while still communicating on Instagram too um, yeah, definitely. personally for, for advertising a freebie I'll, I'll probably talk about my freebies 
if they're quite general, I'll talk about them three, four times a month. That's it. Slide 10 of carousels, drive people to the link in bio um, a few times in stories. But I like to do a bit of a walk through a couple of times a month of the freebie itself, especially if it's a tool and it looks good. Just like people are like, oh, wow, like, I will actually go and click on that link, especially now. It's a lot easier to drive people off the platform with that link in story, um, which for me is, is extremely effective. Um, we have a, another question from Hannah, but I'm just going to scroll back. Good morning, Hannah. Um, I saw most of this. I specialize in high ticket sales, but I'm also building out smaller offers underneath. How do you think I can market the smaller offers without contradicting the high ticket specialism? Yeah, I love that. Well, I, I have that, uh, you know, I implement that all the time. So, you know, I have an entire shop and those products have nothing to do with, you know, with working one-on-one -on -one with me. One-on-one, -on -one, you get my full attention, we sit down, right, and, and we get you the goal that you have in mind. Now, you cannot compare that with you getting my book. You get in my book, you're getting about 10% of me right you're getting some of my knowledge on a specific topic okay if you want to get you know closer and closer to more of my attention to more of my time to more of my knowledge okay you have to pay more which is the higher ticket right so then you can get me from eight dollars you know you're going to get five percent of my knowledge maybe to up to you know fifteen thousand and and to get to that fifteen thousand, there is a lot of players and a lot of options. And I think it's all by segmenting who needs what solution. I know some people in my audience; they're never going to pay fifteen thousand. So I have to offer them something that is ten, fifteen dollars, and that's fine, right? And some people are going to get even my my base, 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 which is my free content. They're going to read it. They're going to enjoy it. They're never going to pay any money for anything, right? And I think that's the key. It's segmenting and knowing who needs what so that you can offer to each person exactly what they need. Agreed, man. Agreed. I'm just looking at a, a book that I've got on the side there, which is um, by Donald Miller. Uh, and it's, it's a marketing book. But I know Donald Miller sells 50,000 one-on-one -on -one sessions or, or coaching or, or master classes or masterminds whatever it is mm -hmm. now that is obviously where he wants to take people he wants people to be on those on those big master classes yeah he's really good he's a he's, you know world famous author but um he hasn't compromised that offer by putting out a book which is ten dollars on amazon which for me i will never buy the fifty thousand fifty thousand dollar offer but i will buy the book and in fact, what he does is, is use that book as, as a paid lead magnet because that, that's got me clicking onto his worksheets after I've read the book. You can download something else here. Boom, 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 boom. Do you want to buy Mastermind? No. But I'm still a big fan of the book. But for me, that hasn't compromised his quality. For me, it's, it's actually elevated him. Even though I bought a $10 product, it's actually elevated him because I'm like looking at him up there now like, geez, 50K for, for me to work with him. It might not be 50K, but let's say it, wow. Mm. So I think so long as they're positioned correctly, and as you say, they're tailored to your audience need, an audience stage in, in the journey as well, I don't think there's any, any chance of them clashing personally no 
it's impossible for them to, you know, I, I know that there is a lot of people, uh, it's what I call the, uh, you know, the puzzle makers, right? They're, 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 they're collecting pieces of your knowledge, you know, and then they're mm. going to go ahead and they're going to, you know, uh, read some of, uh, you know, your stuff, try to put them together, they're trying to puzzle something of you. They're, they're never going to get it, okay? They're going to waste hours and hours for, for nothing. That's Agreed. a good question. It is, it is. Uh, Aesthetics by Jenny has asked if I mind sharing the title of the book, and yeah, I can, and it's one of the best books I've, I've read. Uh, it's called How to, Build, How to Build a Story Brand by Donald Miller. Really, really, really good book. You can pick it up on Amazon for about $10, £10, um, and he's got others as well which are good, but that's the one I recommend starting with. And, you know, buy the mastermind if you can afford it. Why not? <laughs> Um, Joe's yeah. come back with another one. Um, should your first lead magnet be free or paid at a low cost? So I haven't done a paid lead magnet yet. I've not done anything low cost. Alec, it seems like you've probably done both. Uh, yeah, so I think I think start with something free. And, you know, why? Because what you, what you want to do is you want to validate your offer and interest. Okay, a lot of people, they're like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I'm going to create this paid product. First, validate, right? And validation, it's as simple as like, why don't you announce, hey, I have this coming. Do you guys want it? You guys don't, don't want it? What's up? Like, you know, and you're going to test it. And then down the line, you can release uh, a paid, you know, kind of lead magnet. Uh, I did it a couple of days ago for Black Friday and, you know, it can be very successful too. But again, it depends what are you targeting and what's your goal, right? So do you want to you wanna capture leads with it? If you want to capture more leads and you want to capture more emails, then you probably want it to be free. If you want to make some money too, or you want to upsell people to something immediately after, then make it paid. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to get as many, probably, if, if you do charge. But if it's like you say, if you're after those emails, uh, it's it's really, really key to make it free. And especially in the beginning, if you're trying to build that email list and that off-platform community. Um, I was, I was going to say as well, one tip that I have for making a lead magnet is create something maybe that you use every day or you wish you could use every day in that way even if you don't end up validating it or it doesn't get enough traction when you put it out there, you've actually built something that's useful to you. Maybe it's a checklist to begin with if it's something really, really low, but something that you do every day, your daily workflow on Instagram or your engagement strategy, something like that, and then it's, it's actually going to serve a purpose whether anyone downloads it or not. Um, and another point about validation, which I think is really, really valid, it's dead, dead easy to just stick a like, put an, a sticker in a story and just say, "I'm making this. Would you would you be interested?" The problem with that, though, I think, is loads and loads of people are just going to click yes and then not even download it anyway. So you have to sort of reinforce that or caveat that with, "If it isn't useful, please let me know and please click no because I don't want to waste my time or your time." You know, find a way to caveat it. The alternative to that is go and ask some people that you trust and run the idea by them. And, and you know, I ring Alec and go, Alec, I'm thinking about putting this lead magnet out. Is well, this a good idea? Exactly. Oh, I want to this. Ask several times. Uh, ask several times because, you know, 
people change their opinion uh, every four days. So ask every week and see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we've got one question left and we said this would be half an hour, so we'll take it just over if there is a question in there. What is the best way to get people into your funnel is a question by Johnny, so we'll bring that one up. The best way, um, I know my answer. Uh, content. <laughs> yeah, with fun. Guys, whatever it is, something that is fun, something that is simple, something that is free, right? Fun, okay, tends to be free, okay? Make a freebie. And by the way, for everyone wondering, given, you know, oh, but how do I make a freebie? I don't have ideas. I literally made a post ages ago that is how to make, you know, 47 freebie ideas in less than, a, in less than 60 minutes. So, you know, there's so many options out there. Because I feel like also first people think that they need to make written stuff. And as you say, you can make a tool. You can make checklists. You can make uh, private groups, you know, if that's your thing. You can make so many, uh, you know, there's so many ideas for freebie. So you can get it and you can make it and it's going to be amazing. Absolutely, yeah. You know, if, if you've not got time to make the freebies written because that can take time to produce, make a set of five videos and drip feed them through email across a week or two weeks or something like that and make a little mini course that, or that you could produce in two hours but you could have that for you know the next year running on autopilot, generating your leads, and then use it subtly, start updating people on upcoming products or, or whatever it may be. So um, I agree, the best way to start, um, obviously your first freebie is your content. If you're talking Instagram specifically, that is a freebie. That's your on always on free stuff that you're giving away. The next thing along that is, is again, off platform. Get some contact details, try and, take people down the funnel to establish how serious they are and you can do that as alex said with a, a low level paid um product or you can do that through a lead magnet that's free but we said we stick to half an hour man and i think yeah. it's brilliant we should do another one of these casual sunday q and a's um, I, like it. I like it yeah it was brilliant it was brilliant thanks for jumping on i appreciate uh, appreciate your time brother and many many thanks to everyone else who's been here and chipped yeah. in with questions Anything you want to say before signing out, Alec? That people should have a, a good Sunday. And for all the people who keep on working on Sundays, they should try and take a Sunday off sometime. And they're mm -hmm. going to know how great it is for their productivity and for everything that they do. By the way, I'm not taking the Sunday off. Just... <laughs> Me either. <laughs> no, I have a... I'm, I'm flying on Tuesday and I have a, a lot of stuff to finish before. So I'm, I'm literally, you know, uh, if I'm being scarce of time, it's literally because I'm running. Yeah. Uh, I'm running these past days because there's so much, you know, just going on. So, uh, Chris, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. You know, so many questions uh, from, you know, Johnny, uh, Joe, Social Tiger joined us. Uh, I'm seeing Aragon. Uh, Jenny, thanks to, to everyone who was here, who stick to until the end, and I wish you all a happy Sunday.